offers a form of multimedia entertainment beyond that which is good. These games are as vast in number as they are terrible. They dwell in the dark recesses of history, unearthed from the pits of the bargain bin. These are the games of horror. This is Garbage Game Night. My name is Chris. I'll be your host for the evening. Joining me are three guests who don't know what game we're about to play, and two of them probably hate me by now. We have a new guest joining us tonight, but uh, the first guest on our panel is Hunter. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, you excited for another... Uh... I'm very excited. I've just gotten over the last week's one, mm. so I'm excited to try something maybe a little better. Still playing some Death Stranding? Absolutely. I haven't put it down since I picked it up. <laughs> Anything else on your uh, playlist? Uh, I grabbed Pokemon Sword. I played it for about three hours and mm. then went back to Death Stranding. Sure. Hooked. And while I'm circling around everyone, got a, a episode-specific one, put you on the spot. What's a... Just off the top of your head, doesn't have to be the top answer, but what's a movie that you revere? That I revere? You revere. You think it's in like in a different category. What comes to mind? Full Metal Jacket. Okay. Good answer. My second guest this evening is Frank. Hello. <laughs> How you doing tonight, Frank? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Uh, your playlist, anything interesting going on there or just more no, garbage games? M- more garbage games. Okay. Yeah. This is all you've been able to do. This is it. All right. It's my life now. <laughs> I, I only get to play one game a week and it's these games. So it's going well. Glad you're uh, getting to play the best that's out there. Same question, Frank. What's a movie that's a different league? Uh, Cat in the Hat. <laughs> it is in Mike a different Myers. league. That's it's a true. different league and you've <laughs> seen very few movies like it, if any. <laughs> can agree with that. That's a good answer. All right. Our third panelist tonight, uh, Tom's with us. Tom, how are you? Hey there. I'm doing well. Tom, anything new on your playlist? Uh, yeah. Gwent came out on your like on the mobile the, phones. The Witcher? Gwent? The one from the, Witcher. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. And I didn't know that was out. In Witcher, I probably played more of Gwent in Witcher than I did of Witcher. Hmm. And now that is like a portable thing. It's just ruined my life. My so. friend said the exact same thing. He got to the point where you play Gwent first and then I don't think he ever actually finished The Witcher. I, I can't. just plays Gwent. So much more about Gwent in The Witcher. Than <laughs> is it like is it tied into Netflix or is it separate from that entirely? Because Netflix has their thing coming out for Netflix. Uh, I don't think it's tied in. Okay. Although, are we gonna I, get I a Gwent movie? <laughs> that would be a boring movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a boring. It's game. like a complicated card game. It's one of those games that like it is un- unwatchable. Like if someone else is with you, they're just like, "This is the worst." <laughs> How are you spending your time? Yeah. Uh, same question for you, Tom. Um, Movie Revere. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. All right. Good answer. All right. Different. So we got Cat in the Hat, Groundhog Day. What are you and talking full about? Metal Happy jacket. Death Day is basically the same thing. <laughs> oh, that's insulting. <laughs> All right. There's a sequel Shots to that. Fired. <laughs> Shots fired. 10 seconds in. <laughs> Happier, deathier day. So let me set the scene for you. October 2006. Oh, it's chilly out. It's a little chilly out. 30 Rock just premiered on NBC. The Black Parade by My Chemical Romance Ooh, just came out. Goody. Wow, what a great game to play then tonight since they're coming back anyway. Their reunion tour. What a great year. They haven't announced their North America dates yet, but they will. On the top of the Billboard charts, Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake has broken the record for mm. 2006 with eight consecutive weeks. Scorsese's The Departed debuted <sighs> alongside The Grudge. And uh, the original of the grudge, the original of the grudge, Which another well, they're the, remaking it this year. They're making yeah. it this year. It's all coming full circle. They should, why right are they doing that? This yeah. is not what we're I love, because I love the grudge. They can reboot it. I'm fine with it. All right. And also a movie that I'm sure Frank is familiar with, but probably none of us have seen John Cena's The Marine. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw yeah, in theaters. Is that saw, what yeah. you were hoping for in the Revere uh, question? <laughs> I was hoping you would say that. Are you a big Cena fan? Is that uh, yeah, yes, I am a big John Cena fan. Um, oh, okay. And The Rock. Just any big yeah. men in general. Yeah, big, <laughs> big, strong men. I'm a big fan. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I got, I got, uh, to be honest, if you Dwayne Johnson, it's probably like the one person that if I met in real life, I'd lose my mind. His over. name is Dwayne The Rock. Uh, yeah. Legally, that's true. Yeah. Legally, that's his middle name. All right. So this is the third recording. In the first one, the outfit, <laughs> we made a very specific reference to this game that we're about to play tonight. <laughs> if I'd listened to it, I would have. <laughs> Who, if only Tom had listened to it, he would know what movie, game we're talking about. Who in made the, second the reference? Movie, I think it might have been you. Oh, no. Yeah. In the second recording, Fast and Furious Showdown, I think you might have specifically mentioned that they didn't make this game. That it doesn't exist? Uh-huh. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, no. Uh, does any, okay. Did they make a while Dune game? While we're here, does anyone have any guesses? Actually, I think I'm wrong already. All right. Just based well, off of like the things you're saying. Okay. Is this a game based on a movie as well? It is. Ooh, I'm super wrong. Okay. What was your guess, Tom? It was uh, Perfect Dark Zero. Oh, no, that's not. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's not it. No, <laughs> we haven't mentioned that game. game. Did it come? Out? I guess it was 360. Yeah. Exclusive. So the game that we're doing this evening what? is Reservoir Dogs what? on PS2. They made it. What? What? This being a game. Wow. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm finally gonna find all the answers I've always wanted. I never asked that question once. Where did he dump the Obviously, cars? you haven't watched the movie enough. Oh no! Oh! <laughs> they actually show how they escape from the heist in the film, though. So. They do. But the game people forgot that, so. Oh, he does the dance! Alright, that's all I needed. Alright, A plus game. What a weak trailer. Oh, no. So we just watched the trailer. Anyone have any thoughts on anyone? Could we just watch the movie instead? Nope. And turn this into something You wish you could watch the movie instead of playing this game. I love that movie. It's fantastic. Any any thoughts on the trailer, guys? Uh, what, what do you think? What do you think this game's going to be about? Gameplay? It's going to well, be about bad shooting. It's going to be the next wave of RPG with the decision making that you can do. <laughs> I think we're talking top notch. I think you decide where the diamonds get stashed. So some of the things that were problematic about it is they were like, "Remember this really fleshed out movie that everyone loved? We're going to show you the parts that they didn't think were needed to be in the movie." <laughs> this is like, what ended up on the cutting room floor. Right, right. And so, like as a result, like many of those things, I was like, "Oh, I simply don't care." Like oh one God. of them was like, "Where did they end up stashing the cars?" I was like, "Any answer what is What happened fine to Mister Blue? <laughs> Who cares?" Yeah. It was at the convenience store. Oh. Right, so the first official news we get from this game is uh, from an article in GameSpot, 2006, May. SEI Games Limited has announced today that they have acquired the interactive rights to Reservoir Dogs from Artisan Entertainment. Reservoir Dogs was released in 1992 and is still considered one of Quentin Tarantino's finest movies. Reservoir Dogs will initially be released on the PS2 and Xbox. According to the, today's press release, players will be able to play any of the main characters from the movie, including uh, not only the color code named gangsters, but also key policemen. SEI is promising that in addition to being a single-player game that closely follows the events of the movie, Reservoir Dogs will support large multiplayer games. SCI has considerable... They are going to fail at most of this. 
There is no way on there, the PlayStation there, Two multiplayer <laughs> online. You can play as any character. Were there any key police? Just so I'm remembering, the guy that gets his ear cut off. <laughs> <laughs> what a fun so. experience! You get to choose when to give in to torture. Do you With tilt left. your head right so he cuts off that ear? What do you want to try and scream while your mouth is covered? with duct tape. <laughs> SCI has considerable experience in developing successful computer games based on strong movie plots such as The Italian Job and The Italian Job, said Jane Kevin. <laughs> they made that's The Italian Job into it, a game Was too? that intended to be a joke? I don't know. It was from the GameSpot article. You might want to update your article, GameSpot. <laughs> I'm learning Duck. so much about video game movies today. <laughs> I didn't know that either of these existed. Uh, Chief Executive <laughs> SEI says, Reservoir Dogs has a remarkable following within the gaming community. The whole company relishes this exciting opportunity. We'll bring you more information on Reservoir Dogs as soon as it becomes available. <laughs> Oh, no. So, <clears throat> from the back of the box, go beyond the film. Relive the events surrounding the movie in Reservoir Dogs. Experience the fallout from the botched heist firsthand and guide the robbers from the cops to safety. Find out how Mr. White made good on his escape. See where Mr. Pink stashed the diamonds. Learn how Mr. Blonde picked up Officer Marvin Nash. Experience the fates of Mr. Blue and Mr. Brown and sort out the whole mess as Nice Guy Eddie. Take what I want to know is... Is it going to tell us why Mr. Blonde is like a hair color and everybody else is a normal color? Okay, there, just real quick. There, there's an Italian job video game, yes, but it's is. based off the 1969 film. <laughs> and, yeah, oh, you can't with, spoil this because it's probably going to be next sorry, week's it's game. Next week's game that game did pretty well from what I hear. I, I don't think it's made it's, it looks like a good. It looks like a better game than we've been playing. So Take control of the characters and storyline from one of the most influential films. Play through the signature moments from the movie as well as scenes only discussed in the film, including Diamond and stashing the goods complete with tarantino's trademark style violence and wit the plot unfolds in a non-chronological order switching between different events as you get the chance to play each iconic gangster so j just to jump in quickly there um one of the things that said that it promised was that there would be dialogue from sections that we have not heard before that is accurate and i actually think that's the first thing so far that i've heard that i've been kind of excited about mm -hmm. because when you think of like why you watch this movie it is for the dialogue. You don't Absolutely. watch a Quentin Tarantino movie for like necessarily the action. It is the dialogue. So this game is promising everything you want. So what I would wonder, <laughs> who wrote this dialogue? <laughs> Obviously, it's the lines that didn't make it into the script. <laughs> like if they, if they could promise that it was exactly that, that they were like. This is the dialogue. Like Tarantino get, wrote this. Right, the Tarantino right. wrote, and it made it to like the cutting Tarantino room floor. was on board. That's what you want. Oh, man. I would be honestly intrigued. Just without any of the N-words. I'm going to keep reading the back of the box. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It also uh, incorporates a psycho-slash-professional writing system. Play styles are monitored and ratings calculated on your moralistic choices. Do <laughs> I cut his ear off? <laughs> There's a threat system including hostage taking, manipulation, and police opposition, the professional way to contain civilians without resorting to lethal violence. There's also bullet festivals. Manage your character's adrenaline levels to unleash devastating crowd control techniques. And also... It sounds like the total opposite of what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> right? It was like, do it the right way and don't hurt anyone. You can or use bullet people. festival. <laughs> Full original soundtrack from the film. The super sounds of the 70s brought alive with Little Green Bag, Stuck in the Middle with You, and more. <laughs> so, guys, some, uh, before we jump into the game, uh, did any of you know this game existed? No. 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 <laughs> Hunter, I think 
if someone wants to go back and listen to the old episode, uh, I think you <laughs> mentioned. I think you mentioned like uh, we were talking about the outfit and what like a style game looking glorious bastards. Maybe Reservoir Dogs came up, or maybe in the next episode. But I think it might have been mentioned that oh, they didn't make a Reservoir Dogs game. And I also did not think that until I was going through a list. I saw this on it, did a little bit of research, and here we are. Maybe it's, it's a fantastic like the, game. That's why we're playing it. Maybe it's like the <laughs> Berenstein Bears thing where we just thought it right. up into We thought existence. it into existence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Can we think it out of existence? <laughs> you don't know that late. we should yet. So you're not feeling enthusiastic that this game even exists? That, no. That, okay. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I just feel like it's not going to deliver on all those points. Right. Even from the trailer, like, what happened during these plot points? And like, like, yeah. Tarantino stuff has always been like, there's a certain air of mystery, like, what's in the briefcase, you yeah. know? And they're like, oh, we're going to tell we you delivered everything. A, what if we delivered a game that told you? I, I'm holding Would out. Would that ruin the film, for example? 14 years later, I'm pinning all of my hope on the, the dialogue. Okay. Like, at, at all of my hope. For I hope we get to do Tim Roth's uh, anecdote scene somehow <laughs> yeah because it's so good like you have yeah. to sneak around the bathroom maybe right, watch right, out right, for right. the dog oh. yeah he walks into the bathroom with the mm. cops yeah anyone else how are you feeling about the pitch frank uh yeah i'm excited you know um there have been some good movie games that expand upon the movie um, i'm gonna bring one up can you name the one? warriors the warriors okay yeah oh yeah that was a great that was a great fun game you know i did not um, know that existed either yeah yeah and yeah and i i didn't know it at the time and i think i saw it at a used game store, and I was like, "Whoa!" And I just watched the movie recently, and I was like, "This is going to be great." And you play it, and it's it's not the best game ever, but it's pretty fun. No, I heard that game was pretty good. Tom now has the controller. Smoking a cigarette. All right, so we have the title Mr. title sequence White. to Reservoir Dogs PS2. Is that a hat or is that his hair? Wait, wait that that was not Mr. Pink. That did not look like Steve Buscemi no. at all. <laughs> Mr. Brown. That hair is just awful. No, no. That's Ron Weasley. <laughs> I, I feel like, oh, I guess it doesn't really matter. I was going to say, like, the scene they just showed, I was like, oh, that's kind of a spoiler, right? But I guess if you're playing just, this game, you've seen the movie. They just put an old man in it as Mr. Blue. Like, didn't even try to make it look like him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm already annoyed by that. I'm trying to tell so hit, if, hit select chapter. If that's just a, okay. like... The audio from the movie, or if they had voice actors come in and, and redo it. Mr. Brown, Mr. White, Mr. Brown, Mr. Blue, Mr. Orange, and Mr. Pink. Why am I Mr. Pink? <laughs> that does not look like Steve. Oh, my God. Oh, you know, it's, that's not Steve Buscemi's voice, so they had to redo that. Yeah. That's why it doesn't look like him. He said, you know, you don't have my rights. No, not at all. You use my likeness. That also happened, that scene happened in the restaurant. And here it was like in a warehouse, I thought. No, they. That oh was in no, the it wasn't a warehouse. You're right. Yeah. Wh why don't we get the uh, the quintessential opening? They did not build the set for the restaurant in this game. <laughs> there is no restaurant. They did um, not render the restaurant. No. Can we agree? He looks like he's 14 years old, <laughs> like the main character. It's Ron Weasley, 100. percent Ah, here you go. Just do some target practice. Oh, okay. Oh, this, our, okay. this is what they cut out of the movie when Mr. Orange was doing Learned, target practice. Yeah. When he learns how to, look, like, he's move. already dual wielding. Yeah. They must have moved all of this set from the film when this, they did they it. They moved all these targets out. Yeah. Correct. Do people who participate in heist do target practice before? Whoa, bullet oh. festival. Uh, he kind of like <laughs> did a little oh, bit of a go. flex. Oh, what am I? Hold on. Oh, bullet time. Here we go. Can so, I run at the same time? Oh, I kind of can. 
bullet festival in this game is like Dead Eye and Red Dead. It uh, you go into a bullet time, you get to pick your targets out and, and fire um, your bullets all at once. I'm going non-lethal, but I'm why? still going to Oh, it is a, a paintball gun. I was like, why does that look like a paintball gun? Mr. Orange has a paintball gun on his back um, to practice how cover works, just like they did before the heist. So why are they, do they have someone on their team that has no idea what they're doing? But, but he just said the line, cops are easily confused if you're rolling around. Remember that. Listen... <laughs> In the film, this was supposed oh. to be just an in and out. <laughs> they immediately, they, immediately did, they weren't did, even supposed to use hey, their guns, my but now they're preparing to. Okay. Oh, I see. <laughs> Lean out. Can I just blind shot? Oh, I can blind shoot. Remember that scene of Reservoir Dogs? They had a really fun paintball fight <laughs> in the warehouse. Where, I got you, Mr. Pink. No, you didn't. Dying. Yeah, that's Quentin Tarantino oh, was like, okay. I, you know, guys, there was this one scene that I hated to cut. It involved paintballs. It was Listen, a lot of fun. It was just for time. We had a lot of fun shooting it. I'd really like it if it were in the game. Look how much I'm rolling, guys. Cops are easily oh, no. distracted by that. I want a bullet storm. Oh, uh, well, let me. Bullet, bullet festival. festival. Bullet storm is another you, game. Oh. I'll have you know, bullet festival is a line they actually use in Reservoir Dogs. I think it's Buscemi who says that uh, it was a real bullet festival in there or something. So they took that one throwaway line from Reservoir Dogs and built and a whole it. game around <laughs> it. Oh, hey guys, I just figured a whole thing out. You know how, like, the locking on? That's important. <laughs> you, you, that looks like Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> to be fair, I learned a game mechanic during that, so... It, <laughs> the it, tutorial worked? It, yeah, it kind of did its job. Tell me he doesn't look like he's 12 years old. Mr. Orange looks like he's 12 years old. Did you motion for him so to So the game's it? teaching us how to uh, walk people around by gunpoint and move them into areas. Have them open up locks. And this is the violence in video games that parents are talking about. Because I would have had no idea how to get the bank employees to give me the money. You got a motion to This the money. game yeah. was banned in several countries, including uh, Germany and Australia. Hmm. They refused to give it a rating, so it could not be sold. Um, you know what I just realized he looks like is uh, Dennis the Menace. <laughs> this is literally... On what, hard drugs. This is what happened to Dennis the Menace. He's even like skulking over like his head yeah, is lower I than should, it should be. That's literally what it was like. The, the old man was yelling at him and I was like, this is reminiscent. I actually do feel like this is not okay to be in stores. <laughs> like... This guy's trying to stop you from robbing this place. What are you going to do? Grab a hostage whilst holding a hostage. Face Mr. Brown and threaten him. He looks nothing like Quentin Tarantino. Wait, why do these guys put on costumes? <laughs> it's important to, to teach to you. Practice. Like we learned in Fast and the Furious, you've got to do a dry run before the real heist. Oh, yeah. no, we did it, I wonder how similar that's going to be to the actual guard uniform. It's just like identical. Oh, it I guarantee you it is. <laughs> do you think the the guys who made this game are going to design two different costumes? <laughs> no, there's no. two different levels of cops, so they did design two different co they've, costumes. They've gone... Oh, there we and go. That's the, other, that's the other cop costume right there. This what, guy the gets a whole costume. That guy just gets a hat. He's wearing a cardigan and a police hat. <laughs> so he's telling you that the cops aren't as pushover as a security guy, so you're going to have to rough up the hostage to get him to force him to drop his gun. Luckily for you, these guys are still rookies, wet behind the ears, and it won't take much persuasion. 
I, are they suggesting all police officers will be rookies? Yes. <laughs> okay. Lucky for you. Okay. Oh, beat the hostage. Yeah, this is... Uh, oh, it's nice guy, Eddie. You also... Oh, they're not actually uh, persuaded unless I'm beating the hostage yeah, while facing to, them. You have, have to, to face hurt. a cone of like 80 degrees. Yeah. yeah. I like a, that cop was like, you know what? It didn't really affect me too much because no. it wasn't aimed at me. You didn't beat him at me. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. It is very much about directing my intention. This is uh, the secret in a game. Like the book? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be on your vision board. Right. I, yeah. I have to be like, I believe I those officers. Towards that. Wait, why are those guys, they're not wearing cop uniforms. Why are they They're, they're normal bankers. Are oh. they bank? They're not wearing their banker uniform. No, they're, they're the civilians. So the aim, aim at the person you want to move. Okay. It locks onto them, and, and then, you can move them with your right stick somewhere. Whoa. To, to and then the wall. when they're at the wall, you can press R2 on them, and that, there you go. He's become neutralized. Neutralized means crouching. That should stop them coming after you. It should? <laughs> <laughs> no guarantees, kid. I like how in this world everyone's a geriatric, so the idea is like, now that they're on their knees, it'll take a really long time for them to get up again. I like how different the definition for neutralizing can be between games. Like in Fast and Furious. In Fast and, and Furious, it was when you blew a car up and there was nothing left. In I this game, it's when you make an old guy crouch against a wall. Lean against a wall. Is that a fucking setup or what? <laughs> I thought this game was going to tell us all this stuff. It just skipped right where the movie went. The game is comprised of cutscenes that are from the movie, and then you reveal the, the missing part from the movie ah. afterwards. Oh. Does that, does that mean I'm already not getting what I want? Like, there's no new dialogue? No, there is new dialogue. Uh, you're going to hear them shouting while you're, you're going, threatening old men. You're <laughs> going to hear people who were not in the movie doing a lot of dialogue. Uh, <laughs> the only There was only one voice actor who signed on to this, uh, Michael Madsen, who plays Mr. Blonde. That's why he sounds so That's like why himself. he sounded different than all the other voice actors. Is he really hurting for cash? Or? I don't know what was going on. I can tell you th that he... That's what cops usually do, just shoot at buildings. Mm -hmm. Hey, there's a window. Let's shoot at it. <laughs> what was that for? <laughs> you know, he it's, was making some room on the desk. Hey, you, get over here. Am I someone different? You are Mr. Blue. Oh, I just neutralized um, her. Weren't you paying and attention? For those not watching. No, there's something on the desk back there. I, I just told her to that. get down. Did, did Frank spot a collectible on a I think on a I desk? spotted a collectible. Oh, over here? Oh, Something with a little it's got a shine, shine to it. on it, baby. Sure is. Like a shiny Pokemon. There are collectibles in this game. They're called blueprints. Uh, collecting blueprints at certain levels will uh, unlock artwork. Um, it is not artwork from the movie. It's Aww. artwork from the game. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, uh... Oh! <laughs> the cops brought their C4. <laughs> wow. Are the, are the... Oh, wait. They don't have their guns drawn, though, so... Oh wait, uncrouch. Threaten them. Threaten them. Roll on the ground, it'll confuse them. <laughs> uh, wing them. Why don't you go get one of the uh, hostages from the other room? Oh yeah. Get... Good idea. Got one. You, you're letting another one run away? 
By the way, uh, I, I winged him. You definitely winged him. <laughs> you winged him in the leg and he's bleeding on the floor. Yeah, no, that cop fine. is dead. I, w I winged him. He's you, the other cop, his buddy's behind you and he's mad that you killed I, his partner. I have a hostage. Am I actively being shot at? Yeah. yeah. You gotta you gotta hit her. Um, um, oh, wait, I'll threaten him. Look, hey. Are you aimed at him well enough? Hey, sir, I am threatening her. No, you gotta hit her. Hit her again. Hit her. Press X. <laughs> and you just killed the police officer. That's I, two alerts. Um, I tried. I tried it the other way. By the way, he, he'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> you shot him in the chest. Okay. Okay. Oh, I neutralized him in front there of his gun. Go. That works. Okay. <laughs> you neutralized him with his gun at his feet, now you're going to walk away. Okay. Yeah. That was the worst possible. He's a coward. So, Michael Madsen was the only person to sign on for this game, uh, and signed on so willingly that he did two interviews um, for Yotus. Uh, <laughs> he was at E3 promoting the game, sitting in a booth, and in the two different interviews, which I listened to, five minutes each, uh, he talks about how he likes doing video games. Other actors didn't want to, that's their own business. You don't have to get dressed up or learn your lines. It's fun to do these things and watch your kids play it. Then he then he corrects. Well, maybe maybe if you have big kids, and uh, the interview <laughs> the interviewer asks, uh, "How did the other voices sound? Did they do good?" And Michael Madsen says, "Um, oh, yeah, they did good. <laughs> you know, I think it's different in video games when the technology is um, lower." Where did she go? I did you just her. clip her into the wall? I yeah. <laughs> well, okay. He knocked her out into the building. It looks like she building. fell through the wall. So Those are happened. her feet that you see. I was trying to grab the blueprints, and that's also the knock her out button. <laughs> and I knocked her out, and she fell through a wall. To She's fine. She'll, she, She'll be fine. It's fine. I actually was really hoping to hang out with her because she was. Oh, uh, she was kind of a cutie. There we go. Yeah, I feel like we bonded. It's oh a, look, I could shoot that thing. That's nothing? It's smoke. It's fire smoke, yeah. So Michael Madsen said that, you know, when it's, uh, uh, the technology is lower, so, you know, when it's like monsters and big things, it's different, but when it's static dialogue, it doesn't matter so much. So you can tell it's me, though, <laughs> which is fun. <laughs> as long as we can tell it's he Michael actually said Madsen. That? He said that in his interview. God encourage bless everyone him. to go check it out. It's a little okay. painful to get through. In the second interview, he specifically says that uh, he knows... He knows for sure that Quentin wasn't high on the idea of a video game. <laughs> really? Who'd have thought? <laughs> Said he improvised a lot of his lines. Uh, but in it was, the game it was, or in the movie? In the game. It was fun for him to redo uh, his lines from the movie, because as you guys mentioned, they were redoing lines uh, from the movie in this game. Michael Madsen gets into a story about why his voice sounds the way it does. It's a very gravelly voice. The story that he's heard about his voice is either he was having his tonsils removed as a kid and the, the knife slipped and it hit his vocal cords, or it was smoking unfiltered cigarettes for 20 years, or he just sounds like his dad. <laughs> <laughs> or I can't imagine which one it was. It could have been any of all those, three. Really. It could be a combination. So here we've got Michael Madsen oh, no. voicing this game, playing... Yes. Oh. Playing this his own character in the game, which we look at in this really like negative light. Oh, dual pistols. And now Got we're it. moving towards that in all these new video games like Death Stranding, yeah. where you have a major actor voicing and motion capturing 
Yeah. Uh, a yeah, game Michael like Madsen, it is a film. Michael Madsen said in that interview, he was talking about how, you know, and actually, oh, I'm sorry, that's from a further interview that they just, uh, this past month at the time of us recording this, they did an interview with the founder of the studio who made this game, and it was kind of a retrospective about uh, re- this Reservoir Dogs game and how it was made, so pretty impeccable timing. But he was talking about how difficult it was to get anyone to sign on. Um, Michael Madsen was the only one who was saying that the, the other actors just, you know, they, they didn't take a video game very seriously. Yeah. Why would you? Yeah, why would you? I mean, the characters don't even look like the characters. And now, the well, reason I, I that the feel character- like, yeah, they can't look like it because they didn't get... That's exactly right, the licensing rights. The only person that they got the licensing right for was Michael Madsen, and it says it in the credits, like, the likeness. We have the likeness Probably just likeness like, rights. hey, throw me an extra couple thousand, right. and you can use my likeness. Yeah, so Steve Buscemi can't look like Steve Buscemi because he didn't agree to the game. It's amazing that they got Tim Roth to look as close to him as possible then. He looks the most like a skate. He still looks so, yeah. like a like a redheaded stepchild, but yeah. he does look the most like who he's supposed to be, I feel like. So we got to the end of the first chapter, Mr. Blue making his way to the front door of the bank, and we can see that we have the psychopath uh, into professional scale here. Oh. The the blue on top is where you were at, Tom. Heading uh, head high towards the psychopath scale. Um, yeah. not, not I think that f- tells us a lot about you, Tom. <laughs> Psycho T. I got very good near the end there. I don't know if uh, you noticed that, Frank. You seemed like you were you were into it. Where uh, um, I'm just locking on and switching between characters while moving was actually getting more fluid. Yeah. And um, it has a lock on system that works. You can say that about this game. Yeah, if you're but you're not supposed to be shooting them. Right. Well, that's my. You can. That's my thing. Is the act of shooting them is just so easy um, <laughs> compared to getting them to drop their guns oh and moving man. into a wall yeah. and leaning against the yeah, wall. Yeah, just the act of being like, hey, everybody, can you please one by one be neutralized? Tom plays like, Hitman very differently than anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just shoot everybody between you and your target? That's how I play it. <laughs> it's the easiest way. So on each level, you can look at the specific oh. stats, see how many bullets Ooh. you fired. You know, that's fun. It does. I mean, if you want to look at it like the Hitman kind of way, it does give you those stats permission, along with a kind of a rating about how stealthy you were or how, um, yeah, how much chaos you caused. I only killed 12 and people. And now we've all learned exactly what happened. Now we know exactly how the, Mr. Blue made it from the second floor of the bank or the jewelry store to the first floor. Was it a bank? It, it was bank. no. It was a diamond warehouse. Diamond warehouse, obviously. You know, a diamond warehouse, like the one just next the to the Whole Foods right. over here. <laughs> he he had a hostage. Got downstairs, saw that there was a room full of uh, officers. Knocked out that hostage and walked out. <laughs> so what he you're pushed saying, the hostage into a wall. You're saying actually. what you did was strategic. <laughs> uh, he, you know what? Like I said, they bonded. And I think for him, he was like, I don't want her in danger. He fell in, uh, he fell in love. Right. It was very fast reverse Stockholm syndrome is what happened. Did some retcon on what he happened. Was just, okay, I got you. Yeah, that's actually, that's what I am getting from this. Interpreting from that, yeah. All right. So the next chapter that we have is... Let's go to work. Let's go to work, which is a driving mission. So this chapter actually gives us like the, the title the sequence. Yep, hey. The opening sequence. Weird. This makes me think, as I'm playing this game, that the game mechanics might switch from chapter to chapter. No, they do not. <laughs> oh, okay. So this one just happens to have driving, but after that, it's just the driving and the shooting. It is just the driving and the shooting. Ah. Yes. So these are the two mechanics. These are the two mechanics of the game. This, you can say, they have the original soundtrack. Every single song in the uh, from the soundtrack is in this game, I'm pretty sure. And that's, it's a good soundtrack. 
It is. I was playing the soundtrack today, spinning that, and that uh, it's a good soundtrack. Can can we agree that that they're very suspicious how close together they are? Scan doing the title shot of all the characters walking out, but they're all like six inches apart. <laughs> no, guys, you gotta trust me. It's gonna look good. It's gonna look really good on camera. Just get closer, closer, okay, and walk. You, you all kind of look like uh, you're made of Play Doh, um, and you don't resemble any actors. <laughs> what if we made the game out of order like the movie? Yeah. What if they did the tutorial at the end? <laughs> oh, now that's a game. Save the paintball for the end. I'm not losing out to that weasley looking streak of shit. Guys, what the fuck? What's wrong, Pink? You chicken of a little challenge? No, just afraid of looking like dicks when we turn up in body bags. Did we explain why we're racing? You're going to work, it said. I believe that you're meeting yeah. at the warehouse right now. Yeah, we're just, this is just a race. Like, for no reason. Yeah, in the, in the very beginning, too, there was a little bit of, like, a chapter description where Mr. Brown was like, Oh, uh, yeah, I'll race him, why not? You're doing a lot of damage racing these people. I feel like the handbrake doesn't help. Whoa, we got some little boost. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there was definitely a family in that Shortcut. station wagon. For the record, he, he just used the NOS system. In Reservoir Docks. Yeah. <laughs> to, oh, no. to completely destroy a vehicle. You sh Why didn't you shoot me? <laughs> oh, okay. why? So you can make it there faster. <laughs> Why would it, why would I be wanting to shoot anyone right now? These are my buddies I'm driving with. Frank is driving down the street, firing a gun, not aiming at anyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I don't think I should be shooting anyone right now. Causing excessive damage is the mark of a psychopath, Frank. Well, I ran through a family, so... <laughs> yeah, I think you ran through several families. The sense of speed is actually really good. Oh no! Oh. Say what you will about the driving, the turbo in this game feels better than Fast and Furious. It does, it honestly <laughs> does. The, every, every little bit of driving in this is better than the Fast and Furious games. Really, uh, there's like a bunch of little effects that they're doing for like the wind going by and it, yep. there's a good sense of speed. Right now, um, Mr. Blonde, Michael Madsen, is uh, recounting a story about uh, his encounter with a prostitute and um, how he roughed her up, I believe. And I can't help but think back to the interview he did about how he wanted to do the, uh, do a voice in a game because his kids would love it. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, did you really rough up a prostitute? D did you see how the car that Frank uh, just almost hit flashed its lights? Oh, they all do. Yeah. They flash their when, lights. When you're about to slam into them, they flash their lights at you. Right. They say, please don't. I have a family. Yeah, uh, I'm on fire. Will he explode? Um, I believe he's going to, and he's killing people. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, so you, you can almost made Classic. It. Anytime your car's in fire in a game, you it means must... you're one hit away from your car exploding. <laughs> exactly. This thief is a retarded piece of shit. Out of a whole liquor store. Wow, they just, they say anything they want in this game. They say anything they want. I don't Had think, a, they don't, they don't use the N-word line. No, but they did use, uh... A certain derogatory term for gay people. Yes, they did. Right off the bat. Alright, we're moving on to the third mission. It doesn't feel like it would... I don't know how many missions shot there are, but it, it feels like it would... Like you could be in a day. Yes, and I did, um, and I came back to it on the second day, and I realized I had stopped with about five minutes left. Yes, huh. so you can, you can beat this game in about three to four hours. No chance they punched through, you found a hole. Yeah, and that was a fucking miracle. That, okay, this so is cool. So now we're gonna find out. 
What happened to Steve Buscemi? Oh, I think they executed Mr. that Pink. well this time, where they're talking about a point of, of it being unknown, and mm-hmm. then they're like, here, now you're going to get to see. Now we can get back to the point of, did we need that? But the game is handling it correctly now. Yes. yes. <laughs> Am so I correct? The prior two missions, I didn't feel like that at all. It didn't make any sense, yeah. How did they get to the warehouse? Oh, they raced there and only killed three <laughs> of course people. They would race there. Get out through the alleyway. All right. So that's a rent a cop. So all you got to do is use your R2 and he'll shoot drop his weapon. R1 is fire. R2 is like. Uh... Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Whoa. No. no. <laughs> Did not mean to do that. Uh, poor hostage. The rent a cop killed the hostage, I think. What's the lock on button? L1. He had a great death animation. No, he did a flip. (laughs) He did a flip. Oh, that is super cool. (laughs) Yeah, dual pistols. There you go. That's crazy to me that they were just like, if for any reason he shoots, you do not care anymore about that hostage. You just, I'm pretty sure he killed the hostage, and I I, I think I'll still get professional. I honestly agree with you. Rolling confuses them. Yeah, watch this. Confused. So you guys have just hit on a secret of this game. You can roll the entire level through, and they will never be able to hit you. (laughs) You said that, and then I died because you weren't rolling. I was not. All right. Well, now at least I can do this the right way, the professional way. Come here, sir. Cue the Sonic the Hedgehog music. Hunter, I'm with you. That was my original intention was to have the hostage with me the you entire You killed level. like 30 people, so don't talk to me. I knocked You're a psychopath. <laughs> I don't work with psychopaths. As you walk the hostages around, they lose their health. They have a little health bar on the bottom oh, of the yeah, corner they do. there. Um, so yeah, they could die from being walked around. Hunter, kind of sad if you're the only one that can't do your mission, though. What's that? Oh, just that you're inferior to Frank and I. Oh. <laughs> I said it, uh... Yikes. Less directly the first time. I appreciate that. You sh- and then you should stay put. <laughs> oh, you have just now filled up your adrenaline gauge, meaning you can do a bullet festival. How do I like. do festival. bullet festival? Uh, triangle. Okay. Now that it's full. Come on. <laughs> he literally is crossing his arms in front of. Sometimes how- hostages can get defiant. How do I? Put and they will stop the following wall. your commands. He- there you go. Oh no, he's 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 defiant. He's just pissed off now. He's just gonna stand there and cross his arms. All and right, here we go. Come on. There oh. we go. He's unconscious. He's not. Did you dead. know you could do that? Yeah. I did it to the. I did it to my the love of my life. <laughs> and put her through the wall. So when Eotis got the rights from Artisan Entertainment. When they got the rights from it, they were fielding developers who was going to develop this Reservoir Dogs game. And there were like 30 different studios that applied for it. And uh, one of them was Blitz Games. So Blitz Games, uh, which is known for a lot of family games, including The Mummy Returns, Fairly Odd Parents, Bratz, Sneak King, Another Bratz Game, Biggest Loser, Puss in Boots. Um, they're known for all those titles. But some of their, I guess, employees were so excited about the prospect of working on a Reservoir Dogs title that they went to the studio to pitch their idea, and they all were wearing, like, Reservoir Dogs suits. One of them had, like, a splash of blood on their suit, and they had a suitcase with a fake ear in it. Um, and they did their whole presentation, and they were the ones that were ended up awarded the rights huh. to do this game. So Blitz Games, known for their family games, they felt like it was probably inappropriate, and uh, they didn't want to be associated with that so they made a subsidiary company called volatile Ah. games that's where that came from volatile games has two other titles associated with them one called possession which was never created 
and they did the reboot to Dead to Rights, um, which was a fun game. Um, the Dead to Rights they did was called Retribution. I don't that think was, I played any. That was the one that. where it was like the Asian character, cop character who has the dog, and you would like call the dog in to do like takedowns on these gang people. Uh, it were. was like it was like the the ripoff Max Payne. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they had, um, their thing was, like, they had a ton of different um, animations for, like, disarming everyone from different types of weapons, so there's, like, three different things you could do for everyone disarming if they had a shotgun in their hand or a pistol in their hand. It was a good game. At least the first one. I don't think I ever played Retribution. Oh, damn it. So Hunter is moving cop to cop, grabbing one hostage, forcing cops to drop their guns, grabbing another hostage. He's, he's doing, doing it I'm doing this route. very professionally. Mm -hmm. So maybe, maybe I'll change my opinion. But oh, I'm starting to feel like all this is doing is exemplifying why it was cut from the movie. If, if like you know what I mean, like if you were to say that, let's say everything here was filmed and it made it to the cutting room floor, and now we're wanting to fill in those answers. The the answer is that it's it's not interesting to see like an action sequence like this, and it doesn't it doesn't fit into the movie and therefore it doesn't really feel like I'm getting anything that I was missing. Yeah, no, uh, they got the rights to it and they were discussing like what can we possibly do with this and they come up with a, came up with a concept of uh, well, it would be interesting to see like what, what they just hinted at in the movie uh, and I imagine that that was very much against Quentin Tarantino's will. <laughs> I just think it's, it's not an interesting answer. It's right. really not. Yeah. The article that was recently done was um, from The Escapist um, by Anthony McGlynn um, interviewing uh, one of the founders of Blitz Games, uh, Philip Oliver. So it's really, really boring to do this as a professional. Yeah. What? What? Oh, you weren't aiming your, your cone of... Hostageness. Influence. Your cone of influence. Hostageness. Those, of those people. <laughs> oh, oh all right, Here we go. Remember, roll into roll, roll to freedom. for safety. He's moving. Shouldn't we pursue? <laughs> he said ironically. Should we? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. He's killed. Yeah, this is my first day. I'm I'm green. This yeah, guy seems to be a professional. Wow. This you're the this guy, guy shooting cops. Did he just, huh? There was a a look kind of like a construction worker that during this gunfight in which bullets are mere inches from him. Seemed like he went to start dialogue. <laughs> oh, he was trying to <laughs> with the character. Me. He was trying to start something. He was like, "You the guy shooting the cops?" So, from that same interview, uh, they said that uh, Philip Oliver said, "My understanding was the actors individually and collectively were uh, making such huge demands that there was no way they were ever we were ever going to be able to meet them. I think the bigger disappointment for the wider team was that we couldn't get their likenesses either. So we ended up with these slightly weird-looking characters in the game and in the cutscenes. Only slightly weird. Only slightly looking weird. Fortunately, <laughs> they made it all work. But actually, um, 2006 uh, was not a particularly good time. Um, Lawrence Tierney, who plays uh, Joe Cabot, the crime boss, he died in 2002. Um, Edward Bunker, who played Mr. Blue, died in 2005. Um, nice guy Eddie Cabot. Uh, played by Chris Penn, Sean Penn's brother. Um, he's the guy with the Hawaiian shirts. He just died recently. He died right? in 2006, actually. Oh, wow. Um, so the same year this game came out. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, they could have gotten Buscemi and um, uh, Tim Roth and a few of the others, but... So we're making our way through, still grabbing more hostages. Yeah, I'm trying to be professional to be again, because I'm trying not to die. Oh, I want to show your bullet festival. Oh, yeah, there we go. Oh, oh. no. Where am I at now? Okay. <laughs> 
you can see those bullets are going to miss. <laughs> yeah, oh, will they actually miss, or is it like an the, auto The problem, the problem with this bullet time is even the bullets go slower. <laughs> <laughs> you can outrun a bullet in bullet time. Yeah. So a police union in the UK was pushing for a ban on this game, saying that Tom McGee <laughs> called the game a sickening glorification of violence against police officers. Is that your According, British voice? That's my British, but there's okay. a lot of different British that's accents. That's your British accent? <laughs> is I that what I always go, I always go Cockney. Um, Hello, governor. Yes. It's impossible to see how this game could have an effect, anything other than a highly damaging effect on how people perceive and react to police officers. Wow. Is that that worse? No, it was better, but... You tried to correct me. (laughs) Better than non-existent. Oh, yeah. Like this game. (laughs) While we're here, check out these objectives. I'm going to read through them real fast. Get out through the alleyways at the back of Karina's Diamond Store. Head through the road works on Jefferson Street and find a back alley. Find a way to the backyard of the East Boulevard Motors factory. Cross the backyard and head through the workshops. Wow. So they're not so much objectives as they are go from here to here. Here to here to And here. that's the whole game, too. Uh, there are never any objectives. Uh, it's just run from this point to this point. We're going to run. We're gonna, I, no, I, I, you're going to roll, up. baby. If you just keep on rolling. Yeah. Just roll and roll. And then when you think you're done rolling, start rolling. Roll again. again. <laughs> I love how there was a full-on gunfight before, and a construction worker walked up to Hunter and was like, "Hey, man, let's just have a little conversation." Can and I just jump now, this fence? Nope. He was rolling on the ground, and a painter cowered in fear. <laughs> he saw Watch you rolling. Watch out! He's rolling. Right, which is that's why it confuses people. Now remember, shoot, you can shoot that. Shoot the, there you are go. there going to be guard dogs? It says there's guard dogs. There are no guard dogs in this game. What? They said, yes, you can kill police officers, but, but dogs? not dogs. No. no, we're not letting you kill dogs. That's a bridge too far. So just so I'm clear, in, in the movie, we never find out the fate of this character? At the very end of the movie, it's a little ambiguous. At the end of Reservoir Dogs, the movie, it has the Mexican standoff, the only two characters alive. Well, Mr. White and Mr. Orange are laying there on the ground, and Mr. Orange confides that he is the informant to Mr. White. Mr. Yeah. Uh, the police storm the building. Mr. White is is conflicted and ends up shooting Mr. Orange before he's gunned down by the police. Even though Mr. White was protecting him the whole time, he didn't think he was the informant. He was he was covering for him. Well, it wasn't covering for him. He, but um, Mr. Pink had escaped just before that, and Steve Buscemi with the diamonds, and he runs outside, and you hear a series of gunshots, but it's left ambiguous. Right. What's great about this game is depending on your psychopath rating or your professional rating, you could just choose a different ending. That's incredible. Oh. We get to it rewrite the movie. The movie. <laughs> I'm so excited. I love it. So, okay, so, but this character right now that we were just following was Mr. Pink. Mr. Pink, yes. And this was just kind of how we got back to that warehouse. Yes, because in the movie, Mr. Pink arrives back at the warehouse without the diamonds. He stashed the diamonds somewhere. Although you do see a scene in the movie of him running down the street with the bag on his back. Um, and in that scene, he shows that Steve Buscemi is one of the fastest men alive <laughs> and can rival Usain Bolt. Just saying. Just look at that scene again. You're like, he is He's running moving. so fast. Yeah. It's memorable. <laughs> I gotta see that now. So, uh, chapter select? Well, I mean, Hunter's the only one that's died over and over and over again, I think, so far. To be, to be fair, I'm the only one tutorial that's... level? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, if you, you had tr- died from paintball shots... <laughs> you would have died so many yeah. times. <laughs> I, think, I think Hunter... You were uh, covered in paint. ...should want me to play on normal mode. <laughs> I want you. <laughs> to play on normal mode. To play on normal mode. To play on normal mode. All right. Hey, we still gotta get out of here, Does that know? guy have, like, a weird mohawk going on? 
<laughs> so Mr. Blonde walked the other characters out to the car to show them what they have in the trunk. Maybe our is. Who is the middle one there? Is that supposed it to be Mr. White? It is hard to identify them. Yes, that is Mr. White. Mr. Blonde was on the left. That's what they did to Harvey Keitel. So, that is a travesty. So now they're going to explain how he ended up in the trunk. So now it does go back, backwards. Oh, this is, is Marvin Nash the name of the police officer? Yes. You don't remember that? It's, it's, said, no. it's said once in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so on the Grand Theft Auto spectrum, because that is the gauge in which we measure all driving games, and especially a game like this, GTA 3 was 2001, Vice City 2002, San Andreas 2004. So then this game came out after San Andreas. Uh, GTA 5 came out 2008. And what's break? Oh, uh, you won't need that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who breaks in a driving game? And I don't know if you use the, Frank, you drove before you used the handbrake. It actually does like a nice little like camera slide thing while you're doing that. It feels Yeah, like, I didn't like it. Well, it feels <laughs> it feels better as far as drifting goes than what Fast and Furious did, though, which was nothing. Yeah, I, I'm just testing out no, this No, it does little... something. Oh, I see, I see. Oh! Yeah, yeah, it's fun, right? Oh, okay. Now remember, you got a little counter in the top right corner. It'll do a countdown every time you drop below 40 miles an hour, and he'll jump out of the trunk. It's like speed, but I, instead of exploding, a right. police officer escapes with his life and goes <laughs> home to his family. Exactly, just yeah. like speed. So real quick, I looked it up. Um, him running in Reservoir Dogs isn't as fast as I remembered it. Uh, it's just, you know, he's just running. Okay. He runs so, at normal speed. Yeah, he's, he's, he's fast, but he it's not like, like a velociraptor. I want to put yeah. the cop okay, into. It's, it's oh. Steve Buscemi. He's a he's a thin man. I'm sure. The, the issue is he, he used keeps to be bumping a into people. You know, yeah. he's bumping into people. That's what slows him down. If there was a scene of him running interrupted, I imagine be very fast though. Whoa. Yeah, not they, unlike a cheetah. You don't remember, remember that scene in Reservoir Dogs? The part of Reservoir Dogs where they had the police helicopter uh, oh, that's use a minigun on you. Hunter or Frank, while Tom's playing, how do you feel what the graphics we're looking at right now? I mean, they feel kind of par for the course at the time. Yeah. PS2 2006. Yeah. I don't like looking at these graphics, but, I mean, that's what we had at the time. Yeah. It, it probably would have felt fine for the time. Uh, I've always noticed in that kind of era of games that certain objects, they just make a lot bigger for whatever reason like sure. during one of the levels I was walking next to dumpsters that were like gigantic a foot and a half taller than me <laughs> right for some reason and I'm not sure if that was just like the only thing they could do with the assets at the time but other than that it it feels kind of normal yeah oh that yeah so I would say graphics wise you know this is probably worse than uh, Vice City I think um, so but it, I imagine they had way less of a budget than uh, Vice City yes so. so yeah they had a fairly limited budget for this um, especially when you're talking about and how much of that went to Michael Madsen and his alcohol. <laughs> we, we do not know. It's got a pretty decent draw. Dis oh, never mind. Sometimes cars will just appear in front of you if you're driving oh, okay. too fast. And civilians. And civilians. But you don't mind, about, mind them, though. I never meant to kill that lady. So, fun fact, this is not the only Reservoir Dogs game. I am really? shocked to learn that. <laughs> so, somehow the rights did get passed on to another company, and actually, 2017, there's a game what? called Reservoir Dogs Bloody Days. Uh, it's a top-down, think Hotline Miami. Oh, no. It's a top-down, just like, blasting through crowds. I would say it's like a hack and slash, but it's a shooter like uh, Hotline Miami, where you're just uh, blasting through lots Does of people. Does it answer the questions that this game leaves behind? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure about the plot of it. I do know that it was released in 2017 on Steam, and it was available for six months until the company folded, and now it is no longer on Steam. 
All right, we've got to find a copy of that. Yeah, you can find a copy of it. Um, uh, <laughs> that was colorful. <laughs> colorful language there. You can buy that game still on Humble Bundle, I believe. They sell. Um, they okay. sell Reservoir Dogs. Here's Bloody what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass it to, to Frank for different, a, get a different level going, maybe. But how will we learn what happened if you don't complete the level? You're right. So what happened? I failed everyone. Uh, we still don't know where the diamonds were hidden from that place back to the warehouse. And that's how Officer Marvin oh, got man. to the warehouse. Oh. I thought he was just always in the trunk. <laughs> the level preceding this was Mr. Blonde going through a mall, I want to say. And just when he got to his car, there was a cop standing next to his car. And he's oh. like, huh, I think I'm going to take that cop. And uh, that's how I ended up in the trunk. In a much different way than last week, this game is making me want to watch Reservoir, Reservoir Dogs. Dogs just because I want this game to be as wrong as humanly possible. Yeah. The next missions are Mr. Pink running back and grabbing the diamonds. Did we see where he hid them yet? If you were to go into that mission, you would see that he stuffed them into a container on a wall. So um, you don't get to play actually stuffing them into the container, no, only going back. Only going back. So that's what so, Reservoir Dogs Bloody Days? That's what they should cover in there, is doing some more good. retcon and filling yeah. in the gaps about what <laughs> this Reservoir Dogs missed. Yes. I want to know what Vincent and Jules from Pulp Fiction were doing during, during Reservoir Dogs. Sure. Hopefully Bloody Days will take care of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the next mission is driving a car. Uh, the next mission is, it was very important to get rid of the cars that you use for the heist, so you had to drive them all the way to a junkyard, and then you have to do a whole mission running through the junkyard, gunning down cops again. Uh, I don't think they mention that in the movie. They don't mention that in the movie, but no. again, this is really filling in the gaps. You can't say that they didn't do that. I mean, this is definitely not worth the yeah. price of a right. diamond. If you're looking at, like, a realistic heist, killing yeah. that well, many cops. A bunch of diamonds, a bag full of diamonds? <laughs> Blood diamonds, if you will. <laughs> and the next mission again is driving back to the warehouse in a car. Wow. <laughs> I might have just been too generous with the game. Say, so, yeah, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. But you can't go back on it now. No, you, you, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm <laughs> just so we know. I'm just, Tom really enjoyed the AI. It's his just, favorite part. I don't want him to be able I'm to just go back. Balance on. it with another another ingredient. <laughs> going through these chapters now, I feel like I'm actually gonna be really mean about it. But like going through these and looking at them, I literally, it's those two mechanics. You can drive around. Or you can shoot people and or very slowly go through the entire level, take a hostage and it go. It is not fun. It's not fun. The hostage taking is not fun. And, and the driving after doing that one time, I'm like, and oh. I'm content. So they you remember the one scene in the movie where uh, it's Mr. Brown who's driving the car who has blood in his eyes, who ends up dying in the driver's seat. So they just take that and run with it. Like, oh, well, what was that whole driving thing like? So this is you driving as. Um, so in the, in the movie, what happens to this character? Just a refresher. It's Quinn Tarantino who plays him, right? Who dies in the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so he gets shot in the head. Oh, um, yeah. And but he's he keeps saying that he's got blood in his eyes, and his passengers telling him it's fine. So this mission, at least, they introduce something a little unique. Like you're doing a driving mission, but as you're as you're driving, you're going to keep having your screen fill with blood because hey, he's got blood in his eyes. That's great. <laughs> so if we're if we're still talking about AI at times, I think the issue <laughs> right is that, that cop drove straight into that flat wall. <laughs> they uh, they wanted you obviously to try to be professional. That's why they put it in the game. Like they give you the option, but they they kind of want you to try to be a professional. I think to, that's the harder thing that. to do. Sure. Yeah. 
and of course it is not fun at all as i found out and the shooting aspect is not fleshed out enough because i think you know they they wanted you to focus on on the other thing so it's just yeah. that lock on shoot lock on shoot the controls are not intuitive enough to be a decent shooter mm-hmm. and taking hostages is not fun at all so you're left somewhere in the in between yeah there's a like, small let me range. take a hostage so i don't die to these 12 cops right. but and there's a small range of weapons in this game you got the pistols and the shotguns which you guys I haven't saw. seen the sniper rifle or the paintball gun being <laughs> the used paintball gun does not since. make another appearance no no uh, um yeah it feels like they they kind of skimped on those to to really make this this hostage taking thing work, they clearly put a lot of work into it. And Devil's and Advocate just never played it enough to realize that it was not fun. Devil's Advocate, you don't need all those weapons because that's not what Reservoir Dogs is about, no, right? It's not absolutely about shooting. Not. <laughs> I think they could have one of the things they could have done to make it a little more simple. Maybe would be the speed of when you have a hostage. Like maybe getting through a room wouldn't be as just slow. And well, you could, you could like, do speed, and you could also just... You don't need to drag them to the wall. They should just go to the wall. You should be able to just tell them, go to the wall. It doesn't matter which you, wall. I don't care if they see me shoot somebody. I'll turn around, I'll hit the guy again, and tell him get back yeah. on the wall. If I can neutralize someone by literally putting them on the ground in front of their own gun... Yeah, why don't they lay flat on the ground? Why do then, I have to drag them to a wall? They might clip through the floor. <laughs> I, I think the other thing that they could have done... It almost feels like what they've done here is like they took the game Reservoir Dogs right and they didn't right right, sorry the movie and (laughs) the film they didn't want (laughs) the cinema experience experience. (laughs) and they didn't want to taint it at all so these sections that we have here that are you know unseen in the film are um, boring but um, what would be kind of cool... You're saying they didn't want to taint it. <laughs> well, they just accidentally <laughs> right. ruined well, everything no, no. good about the movie? What I mean is that I think it could have been an opportunity to intentionally play loose with what happened and like introduce things in dialogue that are... Like, and maybe it does change like the concept. Maybe people are talking about who they suspect. Like right now, like while everything's gone wrong, like they could be, you know, maybe just giving some sort of exposition as to, you know, what could have happened or just something. Well, they they took a movie that's not known for gun violence and car chases and turned it into a game that's all about gun violence and car chases. Sure. They just gutted everything. That yeah, was... they, they're like, what's, what's missing from every Tarantino movie? Action. <laughs> Yeah, long, drawn-out action sequences. You know, you got Kill Bill that has a couple, sure, but Reservoir Dogs has a few moments of intense violence, and it's the yeah. the drama of those scenes, um, the dialogue and the inner conflict that they're having. Right, because... It's not, yeah, Steve Buscemi doing a huge firefight. Uh, no. Well, because the violence in those scenes are the culmination of the tension that's been building exactly. the entire scene. So yes. when you get to that moment of conflict that's expressed through like violence or an action scene it's something that you've been working towards this entire time and it gives weight to it and i I guess maybe that's what it is it's like you remove that weight and you just kind of drive around or just amble about 50 hostages and just jump hostage to hostage yeah when when you when you say Reservoir Dogs to me, what I think about and what makes that movie good 
is the scene in which uh, Mr. Blonde is about to light the cop that they've captured on fire after he's already cut his ear off. He's about to light him on fire, and Mr. Orange, who's been on the ground and seemingly was passed out, unloads a clip into Mr. Blonde to save the cop. And you find out that, yes, Mr. Orange is the has been the informant, and even the cop even knew that Mr. Orange was the informant, um, but he wasn't ratting him out. Um, even though he was about to die. Yeah. So you have this moment between these two characters. Um, you know, it's something that's absolutely not recreated in this game. You don't, uh, that, you that don't what's feel... What's good about that isn't in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not feeling that same kind feel of that they... character tie. So, but so you have that link between those characters, and then when Joe Cabot, the crime boss, comes back in, and Orange is explaining why he shot Mr. Blonde, Joe goes, what, this cop? And puts like five bullets into the the Mm. cop who we've been tied to at this point and we're like he's been saved the cop's gonna make it he has a kid and it's just on a whim uh just this intense moment of violence and it makes you question what it was all for that's a very different type of violence than what we're doing in this game here it's just like running over someone on the street that's not what reservoir dogs is about (laughs) i feel like this this game if they fixed a couple of the aspects like i talked about with um hostage taking it would make like a a decent heist game. Right. The fact that it it's just ruined by the fact that it's trying to be a Reservoir Dogs game. Sure. Yeah, that's actually that's a good point. Big like it's overall like that's a pretty cool idea that you can yeah. take hostages and like make payday. it work and yeah. Honestly, there are parts of this that made me feel like yeah, I feel like I'm kind of in a Quentin Tarantino universe. This feels right. Like the hostage taking and like getting everyone up against the walls. At points, it it felt like yeah, no, this fits with Reservoir Dogs, but. When you get down to it, it's not very much fun, especially if you're trying to do the whole level as professional. And yeah, Payday does it a lot better. I'm not. Uh, maybe you could make it work if uh, you had characters yeah, like this, Reservoir Dogs in Payday. That was just Frank. <laughs> he was just <laughs> driving, driving, on a wall. <laughs> driving sideways on the wall while being pushed by a cop for a good bit. It's like they, a 20 seconds. They had me pinned pretty tightly. <laughs> and he made it out, though. He did make it with out with blood in his eyes. Does this remind you of a game that you actually do enjoy? But I put many hours into Payday, and I do get do a slight Payday feeling from this. Obviously, Payday much better. Yeah. Well, payday, I will payday say, too. Uh, I like the hostage thing in this better than Payday. I can't honestly remember how they handle hostages in Payday. Not well. Just, just Not that they well. run away, and you can tie them up. Yeah. You can't tie them up in this game. And you can, like, bag up bodies, I think, and pay to... Right, just, yeah. Put them but, in closets and stuff. But <laughs> as far as, like, moving a hostage, like, it's way... I, Payday could have taken uh, just one page out of this book. I can agree with that. It is a little difficult. And of course, Payday is a lot more about the the heist itself. Yeah. yeah. Even though this game pitches itself as filling in the gaps, you still don't know what happened during the heist. It's just that it's they, just it's filling in all of the the gaps that you don't really need to know because it's just like, like well, how did they get here? Well, they drove <laughs> in a car yeah. with a cop in the trunk. Yeah. And you can go to the last mission, I think, if you want oh, to. Oh, I get to play the last There mission. are not very many missions in this. Um, I want to say there's 12 or so. There's somebody There's somebody on Twitch who's done like a pacifist playthrough of this game and managed not to kill anybody. And they probably had the worst time doing <laughs> yeah. it. They don't actually show the shooting there. What? I think it's after this mission. So normally every single video before has been the thing that directly precedes the chapter? So Not is this, this one. So, um, yeah, the first mission in this is you taking control of Mr. Blue 
and walking down to the second first floor of the bank and this is where you left off on the first mission oh, uh, very ah. much like fast and the furious yeah uh, where we're right you played back the, here the first chapter and then you jump back to the first chapter at the end so all you know from the movie is that mr blue was gunned down by the cops and i, th I think they implied like he went down in a blaze of glory this old guy rolls really rolls well so well there's a guy on YouTube, um, Ponage McKee. Uh, ah. he, did a, he did a series called uh, In Retrospect, which I don't think he's done anymore. The last update was this game nine months ago or so. Um, but he did a really good job overview of this video. Go check it out. I cannot grab um, this guy. There we go. He All discovered right, that you can uh, roll your entire way through this game. In fact, he set a, a world record for a speed run for this game, rolling through the entire game. And uh, right after we filmed that episode, he was going to try and beat his uh, speed record again. So it's totally possible to get consummate pro on every level by constantly rolling. Um, consummate roll. Cons consummate roller. I salute you, Ponage McGee. McGee. <laughs> Is that a lady what? cop? How did you? Oh, you took hostages? I did. I took a series of hostages. I don't know how you It's get... to your right. That's a great That's band right. name, That's a right. series of hostages. <laughs> <laughs> Their first album, Roll to Your Goal. <laughs> There we, there we go. All right, All right I made, made it. made it to the end. Hey! Was this scene in the movie? I feel like it. No. Or they just went over there, the top. There definitely cinematic. was not okay. anything like this in the movie. All right. Oh, that was interesting. He just seemed surprised. Yeah. Huh. So that is the end of Reservoir Dogs. Didn't, didn't you say there was uh, some decisions you could make? Wait, did so how or did, yeah. I, read, or did, did I, I read into something so if that you I, said? So if I kill everybody, does it end differently? Yes. So as you go through the game, you will get a different rating from psychopath to a consummate professional. And the final outcome, much like uh, Mass Effect, um, they will remember your choices. And you get a different ending at the end. And it is a matter of a different 10 seconds of animation. Oh, wow. Let's go ahead and hit continue, continue and see okay. what we got here as a, I think we might be middle, middle rating between How many Psycho different ones are there? Are there, there three? are three. <laughs> one ending has... All right, all right, hold up. Let's see which one we got. In the movie, you hear the cops firing the guns. In the game, it will change what happens when the cops fire. Either the cops shoot at Steve Buscemi and he is hit and killed. That is the psychopath ending. He is hit, falls out of the car, and is arrested. That's the middle ending. If you spent all of your time getting consummate pro and get the perfect ending, Mr. Pink escapes with the diamonds. Wow. And then he goes on to bury them in a field in North Dakota. Which is tied into what? Fargo. Fargo. Oh, okay. It is Fargo, but it's not North Dakota, because Fargo, North Dakota is, is where it, the... Is it what? Is that where he buries no. it? Yeah. The money? Yeah. It's Fargo. It there's only, I think, I'm pretty sure there's only one Fargo. I thought it was like Wisconsin or Michigan. No, no. It, it's North Dakota. It's, oh, it's, despite the title, most of the film's action doesn't really take place in Fargo, oh. North Dakota, a town I'm on wrong. the Minnesota border. It's mostly centered around Minneapolis and Brainerd, known as the home of Paul Bunyan. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, I take it back. All the events that take place in the Fargo game... <laughs> take place in Fargo. Every the movie takes place in in so Minnesota. I've been to both. Not great. Don't go there. <laughs> Just don't bother. <laughs> Not worth Were it. you looking for the treasure? No. Apparently, because it said like based on a true story, people actually did go like digging for it. 
Yeah. Looking for a little red uh, ice scraper. Hunter, you may have mentioned at some point again that uh, the multiplayer mode, which they promised, yeah, I'm, was never added into the game. There is no oh, multiplayer mode. They're going to patch it in, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those things they're going to fix it up. Make, actually, it was, there, was net, there is no multiplayer at all? There is no multiplayer Could you actually all, do that? No. Could you just reread what they stated would be? So the first official description was announcing that SCI Games Limited had acquired the interactive rights to Reservoir Dogs, and according to today's press release, players will be able to play as any of the key characters from the movie, including not only the color-code-named gangsters, but also key policemen. Which is not true. It's not true. You never got to play as a policeman unless you're going to count Mr. Orange, who you got to play. And you don't really get to choose who you play with. You... No, no, it's just as you go through the chapters. That's yeah. Yeah. I was curious if you put a, a... Quentin Tarantino movie out there when I ask what movie you revere the most because you know people do revere Quentin Tarantino movies um they're kind of in people treat them as a, a league of their own they're uh, the golden calf for some people I could have said Pulp Fiction just sure. as easily yeah, as like, like Full Pulp Metal Fiction, Jacket yeah. it's, yeah, it's absolutely. up there it is so for them to take this movie and redo the scenes from the movie with non-original voice actors <laughs> pretty pretty surprising <laughs> but do you see do you see what I was talking about before where like that's that's what I mean like instead you could have taken a totally new direction mm-hmm. you could have taken this game and said hey let's take some huge artistic liberties yeah. and talk about stuff that completely didn't happen yeah. um but no yeah no they they stayed pretty close to like they didn't want to recreate the movie exactly and honestly if you recreated the movie what are you going to make out of the video game is it going to be it's going mean, to it's going to be a telltale games <laughs> right, like that would work yeah <laughs> yeah a telltale game <laughs> it's actually funny you say that cuz the moment you did a, 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 I feel like that would work like yeah, you could do no, a, it, you could do a Reservoir Dogs telltale games and it would be good yeah, do I shoot them now if only do they I were still open Except I think the, the golden calf part of, uh, or sacred cow part of Quentin Tarantino is the plot. So as soon as he starts screwing up it up, like the storytelling aspect of it, it's, uh, I don't know, there wasn't a ton of backlash from what I saw. Actually, um, the good reviews, which I got into, people were like, uh, they were happy to find out what happened behind the scenes, as or that that wasn't in the movie, as if this was like an official canon part of Reservoir Dogs. I do, I do not can believe we, the validity of that. Can we email Tarantino and ask if he helped them write this? Right, if in he's in on this plot <laughs> so some other top rated games for this year uh, in 2006 uh, anyone have a guess 2006 That's oblivion oblivion is on the list halo yeah, 3 up earlier. halo 3 oh <laughs> halo 3 is not on the list i think that was the next year uh also gears of war gears of war is on the list you're remembering from looking earlier yeah so the top selling game of 2006 was uh, i didn't see this game on the list of 2006 games uh was twilight princess then oblivion uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. So, what do you guys think? Did it live up to the hype? It was definitely better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Tarantino. I, I, I really think that they have a good idea with this game, but trying to turn it into a Reservoir Dogs, if they could polish the hostage-taking, just polish everything. They have a good skeleton. Yeah, the environments in this game cannot be more dull. There is this train track, an abandoned train track, a uh, car junkyard, and, like, very dull city streets. Those are your... Oh, and there's a mall scene. Um, that's where Mr. Blonde... Apparently, Mr. Blonde well, ran through look what they have to mall. go off of. I feel like that... I mean, you know, Reservoir Dogs does not have... Incredible well, I sets. I think they should have taken more liberty then. <laughs> that was my point earlier, is that 
by stripping out all of the plot and just saying this is how characters got from one destination to another, there's literally no reason to play any of these missions. There's yeah. nothing interesting about it. But if you were to say, like, here are some actual motivations or a completely new thing that was going on in the background that we didn't know before, it could have been more compelling. No, I think you're right. I think the idea that you already know what is going to happen because you've presumably seen the movie and you know like oh right. this like this is how they get there you know they're going to make it there and it kind of takes it away from it like it ruined like titanic for me because i knew what was going to happen at the end mm. and that nothing <laughs> that the titanic was leading up to that point mattered before now titanic the game <laughs> how did he get to holes. the how did he get to the boat he had to shoot his way <laughs> so so i know you're i know you're joking but there's there's this um Am I? there's this idea of I, I I'm gonna completely butcher it, so I'm so sorry to who actually ever once said this. But there's this kind of idea for um, storytelling called like the bomb under the table, and the idea is that you and I can have a conversation, and it's like a five minute long conversation that's completely benign, and at the end of which um, like a bomb explodes. Yeah. Or you can have a start that conversation and then you show the audience the bomb with a five minute counter going down and then we're having this benign conversation but there's tension in it because hmm. the audience knows that That's this bad thing is going to happen so it's kind of like what the you know like you're saying with the titanic so the idea is like you can have a situation like this where you're like i know the end result of this situation but it's just a matter of making that context in the middle like interesting or building tension towards it or do you feel like that's almost cheating though if you're like if you show the bomb and you're like no matter what in this scene that's what's gonna that's what's gonna come out and that's well, like if you create tension that way versus like creating tension with dialogue well for, you know for instance the bomb is very like concrete like you know it's probably just gonna explode but to take another Quentin Tarantino movie, you have like Inglorious Bastards, and there's like the the bar scene where they end up finding out that one of the main characters is is a spy because he shows like the English right, three yeah. instead of like the German three, and so like that whole time the bomb under the table is that there's they have their secret identities that are hidden. That's true. You okay. know what I mean? And the yeah. idea of like whether or not um, it's They're going to get, get revealed, caught. right? And so there's like tension kind of building in when they maybe make tiny mistakes or people are getting you know, offended and but what happens in that scene is until the shooting is they sit down they're drunkenly talk about one person's fake background where like where he's from and then they t they play a game where they yeah. like, have the fake characters on their head and like and if none you didn't of know that any really matters at all like if you if you didn't know ahead of time that there was this tension, the bomb under the table, that entire scene is so boring. And honestly, and you think this so, game is the bomb under the table? I I, th I think <laughs> that the, makes Reservoir the, Dogs as tense as it is. I think the problem the is, is that by knowing the film and only showing the benign parts, you're you're saying that it almost by law has to be boring. Well, let me ask like, you then. There's no tension anymore. You right. describing that, it actually points out the reason that, honestly, I never watch a Quentin Tarantino movie again. Like, once you know where it's going, aside from the good acting, what what brings you back to the movie? Let me uh, let me argue that a little bit. In that, sure. ex in that exact scene, when you watch it the very first time, as it as it's going through, you don't know 
why everything's going south like that whole like german three thing like you you don't necessarily see that that's the reason why everything completely collapsed right she explains it later but when you watch it again you see the german officer's expression Hmm. change and he just just like it's completely like game over like he's just looking at him like oh Hmm. like i know i agree but for i guess for an example especially with quentin tarantino who usually has like some brutal violence like i don't want to watch the cops here you don't see it being cut off but i don't want to watch the torture scene again you know what's wrong with you What's wrong with you, Hunter? <laughs> but like my, my point violence. is, like, I know where that's going. Uh, like, I, I know what ends up happening. And maybe, I guess, maybe one more time you can watch it and appreciate that, like, as you're watching, like, none of this matters. It's all so nihilistic. But, yeah, to, to dwell on that more than aside from just appreciating the acting, that's why I can never watch most Quentin Tarantino movies more than once. I think there would be an argument for some movies over... Yeah. others and and in reservoir dogs like the only instance i can think of with that replay abilities or what we were talking about earlier with the cop mm-hmm. how if you were to watch that scene again you know that he knew the whole time and then you're seeing him be tortured point. and you're and able to say well, actually, wow. like he and could he could give him up right now yeah. he could just end it all and just say this is him and but he knows he would have been killed either way though sure. so no, i problem, feel like it's kind of one of those like do I die and take this guy with me? Sure. And actually, that, that is one of the more fascinating things about on the second watch show you would appreciate is that the scene where, if you remember how Mr. Orange got shot, they were stealing, carjacking that car and the mm-hmm. female driver took out a gun and unsurprisingly shot Mr. Orange and Mr. Orange, as he's on the ground, shoots the driver. She, he shoots, he's an informant yeah. and she, he shot the female driver, an innocent passerby, um, just so they could take their car because he was in it at that point. At least he was that dedicated to uh, taking the whole um, group down but I, I, have, I have a hard time watching quentin tarantino movies a second time just like yeah no it's gratuitous i i get <laughs> it and i know where the plot's going so <laughs> yeah the the cop scene made both west craven and rick baker walk out of the movie theater so that that is the main re- scene cited and why this this game was banned from several countries and from the interview with the co-founder of this company that's exactly what they wanted they were purposely like including as much gratuitous violence as possible for the sake of the marketing uh, ability of like oh this game's been banned get it now mm-hmm. you know <laughs> that was definitely an angle back then um now it's like just no one cares <laughs> the the amount of violence in a game like uh, this seems pretty normal i think i don't know um i guess beating a hostage is maybe i don't know i can probably name a few games that do that that are out now so (laughs) yeah yeah. we're not gonna play multiplayer (sighs) again no multiplayer no multiplayer what would you do for multiplayer in this game so frank worst part of the game not the driving driving (laughs) wasn't the worst Um, it doesn't it doesn't feel good the physics feel off but it's not the worst like it's most driving games like it's like you can get used to them, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like a couple more tries, I could have really perfected the art of driving in this. Uh, Tom, worst part? Least favorite part? I, I would say that I think any good game takes mechanics that it introduces you to in the beginning, and it will build on those <laughs> mechanics all the way, like, continuously to, to the point where you get to the end where you're using maybe an entire slew of techniques. Yes. And I very firmly, I feel like we played a, a gun mission, and then a gun tutorial, and then a driving tutorial, and then we played those two tutorials um, eight, eight more times, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, and, and that was the game in different settings. And they're they're not uh, they're a little complex when you first figure out how to take a hostage and like guide them around and tell them to do things. I mean, you get the hang of it. I think we all got the hang and of once it. Once you understand it, yeah. Once you, once you understand how it works, 
it, they were even even the cops that were like more resistant, like the SWAT team members. Sure. They are in the tutorial. Mm-hmm. Like the the tiers of opponents in the in the game are every single one is represented in that in that first mission. Hunter, least favorite part of the game: hostage taking. <laughs> it, it's <laughs> not enjoyable. It was. It's not fun. It doesn't make for an interesting play style. It doesn't mm-hmm. make me want to be a consummate pro. <laughs> it just is slow and boring and it's a slog to get through as i played tonight if i were playing this game from start to finish i would have tried to do hostages in the first mission and then would have been like well i don't have the rest of the year to play this game so i'm just gonna start blasting yep frank a week from today when we're playing our next terrible game what are you gonna remember about reservoir dogs that it had better driving than fast and furious (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it had the turbo that worked coincidentally fast and furious driving Better than the outfield. Yeah. Or the outfit. <laughs> the outfit. The outfit. The outfit. Every yes. game we play has better driving mechanics. <laughs> and somehow we're going really back do in it time. Next week. Yikes. <laughs> Tom, what are you going to remember about this game? Nothing. Honestly, I can drink uh, enough vodka. Uh, honestly, I think I think that's that was the main issue. It's just it's incredibly Nothing memorable. Yeah, no, nothing that's memorable about it. Yeah. Hunter? Uh, I feel like what's going to stand out for me, which is what's going to make me remember the rest of this, is the character models and how <laughs> how awful everybody, like, yeah, Michael Michael Madsen looks yeah. kind of like himself. Yeah, because they, they even They even got nice guy Eddie, to, like, just a little it's bit. the Hawaiian shirt. It's the Hawaiian <laughs> shirt and the, the kind of, like, I don't know, beach bum hair mm-hmm. that they gave him, but... Tim Roth's character looks like Ron Weasley and everybody else. They, they really, it like, like the co-founder said, it sucks that they didn't get the likeness and I guess they could have made them all look as similar as they did Michael Madsen. And that would have helped a little bit. Having different people play the characters that you think of in the movie is tough. Steve Buscemi's I think may have been the worst offender though, especially because he's such a, it seems like he's a little more in this game than you know, Michael Madsen's in it and Steve Buscemi, a little bit of Roth, and then everybody else, like, it's just kind of there mm-hmm. on occasion. Anyone want to guess uh, what the Metacritic score is? This is the official critic score for this game. 2006. 2006. This is the aggregate score from critics on Metacritic. Uh, 6.2. Well, this is out of 100. Okay, out of 100. No, 6.2. Uh, so, so, yeah, 6.2. 6. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I was no, like, I'm just gonna 62. Uh, you just times that by 10. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were going to dramatically change. And the first review is going <laughs> to say, it really makes you feel like a reservoir dog. <laughs> I bought it for my nine-year-old. <laughs> All right, let's. How about how about we do it like this? We each give a score, and whoever's closest without going over, Price is Right <laughs> Price style. Price is Right style. All right. So ba, ba, 62. 62. All right. Tom, what's your Metacritic score? Without going over. Hmm. We have 62 if you on say the board. one, Tom, I swear. <laughs> 63. Right, right, right. No, I, I don't think it could have made it that high. I'm going to say 53. Ooh, 53. And Hunter? I'll go I'll go for 72. So everyone guessed over. The Metacritic wow. score was a solid 50. 
Uh, and I'm the, proud of them. Yeah. I think it should be lower, but I'm proud of them for not giving in to... <laughs> now, Metacritic scores, it seems like they always lean lower, uh, and user scores are always higher. They do the user scores on Metacritic out of 10. And Google scores, man, that Google does a thing where you look up a game and it tells you like how many viewers like this. The I think people look up games nostalgically and just give it a thumbs up. Yeah. But the user score for this game is 7.3. So the one uh, critic score that I pl- pulled is from Play Magazine. Whatever they gave it was a 35 out of 100 on the Metacritic critic score and their only review was all dogs go to heaven not hardly this one (laughs) rots somewhere (laughs) oh that's good Uh, that's class a writing that guy's patting himself on the back i think of a dog pun think of a dog pun (laughs) i think that i think that you were right though i think if you if you play a game and you don't like it you know what you do you just stop playing it and then never talk about it again right so like the people who are going on and putting in their scores they they liked it yeah, like I, yeah. No, I, I'm, there's tons of games that I've played that I don't think nostalgically about. You know, it's only the ones that I'm going to go back well, like, and give a good review yeah, to. Yeah, what a, you know, Goldeneye. Everyone loves that, but if you go it's back, a, it's no a great game. I used to play it all the time. Yeah. I love it. Google, thanks. Yeah. 83, and then you <laughs> yeah, play it. You're like, what on earth? Yeah. Mm. What is this control scheme? <laughs> was it Z to aim? It Z. was the C buttons. Oh God, it was a C button. It was because it was or Nintendo 64. You could hold the left. And yeah, then you could manually, holds it on the- <laughs> and then it would be like, <laughs> it depends you know, on a headshot on where you, three of your hands are. All yeah. Three. <laughs> yeah. So I pulled a few scores from Amazon in a section we're calling someone else's treasure. So this game has a three star rating for PS2 on Amazon. Game Ara rocks gives, gives it a five out of five. The subject line of, if you are a big fan who is forgiving, then you will love this game. <laughs> now, How do you... <laughs> No, the graphics are far from the best, and the characters look nothing like the actors except for Mr. Blonde. But this game is still a lot of fun if you absolutely love the movie Reservoir Dogs. The next best thing about being part of the movie is playing a game based on the movie, and that's exactly what this game does. The sweetest part of this game is that you get to play all the characters we know of color, Mr. Blonde, Mr. Blue, and so on. Like what I said earlier, the characters don't look like their movie counterparts, but some look closer than others. For example, Mr. (laughs) Pink still has his goatee, but doesn't really look like Steve Buscemi. Mr. Orange has orange hair, and doesn't really look like Tim Roth. But small things like that didn't distract me from the overall experience of this game. I always pretend this is what the characters would look like if they weren't played by actors. In other words, <laughs> if they were real or read in a book. Mm. What? Uh, this it, guy put mean, way more like, into this review. Did he mean like how when your imagination doesn't really quite have an idea of what yeah. someone looks like yet, Keep so they're on, really like blurry when they, and when distorted? When they casted Daniel Radcliffe, I was like, that's not Harry Potter. That's not what I imagined him. I'm, I'm going to imagine him as he who has I originally way saw. less pixels. <laughs> But unfortunately, the act of thinking of two people at the same time makes them very blurry. And that's what I imagine this game. You'll really like this game if you don't think people look like they should. (laughs) If you if you imagine people look really pixelated and polygon based. Hey, do you want to do the other half of the work for us? You can imagine what they look like. We're going to help out by making their face very distorted. You should imagine the dialogue as well. And we're just not going to have any. (laughs) It's not as good as real writing. This review view is like here is everything bad about the game and why i love it <laughs> actually did the review come out shortly after the game yeah this review is 2007 okay uh, a few months ooh, after the game I, I fictitious i do not believe i do not believe <laughs> i feel like this is 
they they paid a per- or didn't even pay a person. Just someone on the staff was just like, okay, here we go, and wrote <laughs> a- this. Amazon says this is a verified purchase. I'll have you know. <laughs> oh no, this is absolutely verified because he put so much time into explaining why every bad point is a never, good point. <laughs> and fake review would never put this. We much read like into ten it. fake reviews oh, last no, week. I don't mean as as comically. I mean like this this person worked on the game, right? Or was invested. <laughs> in the game doing well no 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 this so they, this kid nah. got the game for christmas and it's the only game he owns it's the only game he can play i can think back on many games that like they weren't good games but it's the games they had so i was convinced like these are yeah. games these are good mm, they're got, games <laughs> when i got a playstation 2 i only had turismo grand yeah, turismo you, you bad, and you badmouth grand turismo last week I, I'm gonna, yeah i'm, I'm gonna, gonna do it again, again. <laughs> when so, are we gonna play that one <laughs> No, Gran Turismo is a top rated. You shut your mouth. <laughs> What's so, the Metacritic score? For Gran Turismo, we'll get to it. It's fine. <laughs> no, I like to think this person bonded with uh, Reservoir Dogs through a novelization of uh, Reservoir Dogs. I think so, probably. <laughs> so, But the review goes on. The graphics aren't the best either, but the graphics aren't the worst. I think I'd like to compare it to Grand Theft Auto 3, which isn't as good as recent games, so it's dated, but not bad. What really shines about this game is the soundtrack, which he's right. There you go. Yeah. That's the first thing I agree with him on. You can listen to the songs during the driving missions of the game, which brings me to the driving. Yes, the driving is a chore in this game, but but it's also not impossible. So that's our review from Gamera This kid Rocks. lives in a world of <laughs> mediocrity. Yeah. Every, every Connie's got How was your breakfast? It wasn't great, but it wasn't the worst breakfast I've ever had. It had some nails in and, it, but there was also cereal. And, and what's important here is the music. It's not like original score. It's like the best part of the game was the music, which you can listen to on your own. <laughs> you, you don't can, have to play the game to yeah. listen to this music. My dad beat me last night. It wasn't the worst time he beat me. <laughs> But it didn't feel great. <laughs> so, Anonymous leaves. Five out of five stars. Sweet! In January of 2007. Well, first of all, the game is based on the events that happened during the heist. But as a reviewer of the film, we do not know what really happens. Thus, the game explains every detail about it. Pros. Voiceovers are awesome. <laughs> Even though Michael Madsen is the only character whose voice is used for this actual character. Another point, gameplay is great. You can play as your favorite character and experience great parts of the films that were never seen before. <laughs> which aren't parts of the film. You're also assigned missions that involve driving, which are always fun, such as driving Mr. White and Mr. Brown back to the hideout as Mr. Brown after you were shot and have blood in your eyes. Good stuff. Also, after every mission, you are assigned a grade, telling you how good your performance was. Basically, the whole game is more strategic, trying to find out how to sneak around, cops, take hostages, etc. It's less of a shoot 'em up type game. Music. Ah, the music on this game is amazing. It's all from the 70s and features some really great hits. I wonder where they got the music from. <laughs> It honestly feels like these people didn't even play the game. <laughs> no, it honestly feels like they were like, oh, it's a Reservoir Dogs game. I want to buy it. And they bought it and they just don't want to admit that it was terrible. Yeah, it's a lot they of, spent, like they're that you know, level of fan that yeah. they're just like, yeah. no, I, oh, yeah. I can't let anything touching this movie not be, be well, fantastic. Like, which, what's your least favorite Tarantino movie? My least favorite one? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Oh, we can we can cut for time, right? Like yeah. I can actually, oh, a lot of this is gonna be cut. Don't worry. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah pretty much my whole part because I said because I talk shit about Gran Turismo, which <laughs> has a eighty nine on Metacritic. Oh. If you like cars. If you like cars, it's not. If you not like every game fast. is for everyone. I don't hate cars, but I don't really like cars. That's my favorite. So five I, out of five. What's what's the one where it was um 
like an old school like horror flick. Half of it is like there's zombies. Oh, that's, that's not two really. separate films. But isn't that Death Proof is just is Tarantino's. The one with the, the other car. one is uh, Robert, Robert Rodriguez. Oh, okay. So it would it would be unfair of me I guess, of to that say. movie. Well, <laughs> yeah, you could say be. Death Proof. That's that's probably my least favorite sure. one. Honestly, it, I don't d- really care for it. It would be yeah. It would be Death Proof uh, out of out of them all. Yeah. Kill Bill 2 doesn't do a whole lot for me for some reason. Yeah. Frank. I really don't like most of Inglorious Bastards. Like Wow, really? <laughs> I think the acting's great, but I'm not gonna watch it again. Yeah, I, I I watched it one time and I was like, that that's what everyone was like really all excited about. <laughs> Granted, I, you know, I was in high school, so who knows, maybe on a rewatch I, I would like it more now. But uh, really just the parts with the bastards was I was like, Yeah, that was I like that. And everyone else was like, Man, it really kind of seemed like dragon, it was huh? gonna be about them. And yeah. then it's not. It's yeah. mostly not. Yeah. <laughs> I could not disagree more. I, well, I, uh, I'm just a huge, huge, huge fan of that movie. Of Nazis? Of, oh, wow. It, it, it focused on so many Nazis, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Arguably, <laughs> one of the best characters My, in the movie is... Um, Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. Yeah. Who's, As Hans Landa. Every scene he's in is phenomenal. All right, and the last review we have here is Christina reviewing on the PC version. Um, she says... Uh, four out of five stars. It's not that bad. Reviewed in 2008. Granted, one of the greatest things about Reservoir Dogs, the movie, was the fact that you had to use your imagination for the scenes they didn't show. However, this game does a good job of trying to put everything together. Pros. Reservoir Dogs, the movie. <laughs> so now you have to distinguish whether you're yeah. talking about the video game, the second video game, or the movie. Or pros. the graphic novel. <laughs> uh, the pros. The driving parts of the game are great. My most favorite thing was the talking. They all connected together really well and wasn't just mumbo-jumbo talking that most other games have. Most of the songs are great, and the rating system is also pretty cool. The Psychopath and the Professional. Most of the time I ended up with Psycho. Ha 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 ha. Cons! My most hated thing about this game was the voice for Mr. Pink. The guy sounds more like Eddie Deason, who I had to look up. He's the who nerd is? from Greece, who, which you just watched Greece. Oh! Yeah, he's the, the nerd character. Uh. Uh, graphics are bleh. It looks a little more like an N64 game. Aside from that, the controls aren't that great, and you can't change them. I find it awful get difficult in the shooter parts trying to get my mouse to stay steady. This what? this person knows who Eddie... How do you pronounce it? Deason? Yeah. Eddie Deason in De- is Dizan. clearly kind of like a film person. Yeah. And enjoyed this game. And enjoyed you didn't this game. read any negative reviews. Were there not many? Or there weren't try- a ton of negative reviews. Yeah. Maybe it is that whole like, oh wow, it, it's not bad enough to leave a negative review. So it's just like I, I'm just I, gonna walk away from this. I think in order to you have to be like scorned in order to like go on and say I'm gonna write something negative. I'm about to write a negative review. I but, was scorned. But I think I think it's tied into what we talked about before too. It's near the end of the system. This game comes out, and I think you know when you get this game, like what you're, what you're getting, yeah. you know oh, what yeah. I mean? And, and as a result, you're, you're not really let down because you, this is pretty much probably on par for what you were expecting while the system's like on its way out. And this yeah, is- I think any fan of the, I mean, you would hope that they had the original voice actors and likeness and stuff. So I think that part's disappointing, but I mean, yeah, but not, I, I'm just not enough where I feel like you'd be like, Oh, I was completely tricked and to go out of your way and put a bad bam- review online boozled. <laughs> i was yeah. bamboozled yeah. by it. so what do you think should they should was there something redeeming in this game that they should give a second chance should they reboot reservoir dogs i think they could like i said before i think they could take the skeleton of this game yeah. and turn it into a decent heist game i really don't think right. you need the car driving if you have to have it if they reworked the hostage taking and the even the professional psycho aspect of it sure. they could turn it into a decent 
heist game yeah. and just not be a Reservoir Dogs game. So, so is there any reason to associate it with the title? No, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Not. You know what they could have done um, that would have been interesting because, and this is almost one of their uh, things they pitched was that there would be key officers. Right. I think it could have been really interesting uh. for them to have done these scenes or scenes that we know should have been in it, but from the perspective of the officer and maybe maybe even like switching officers just if i'm sure that like he takes mr pink as a hostage and the other the other people (laughs) in the game won't shoot him (laughs) yeah i i think uh oddly enough if this had the one thing that the fast and furious game had uh co-op i feel like if you you, you added the co-op to it that's interesting it may be and then you know if you fixed it up a little bit it could be a redeeming game well, did they uh, say co-op or, or just multiplayer? They said multiplayer. I guess anytime I hear games. multiplayer, I assume like yeah. versus. No, so if they was, had a co-op, I could see that. I'm saying they changed that to Fast and Furious style co-op because that was the fun part of it. That was the one part that, you know, you're playing with your friend. And with this one, you actually could justify it a little bit more of a guy in the car driving and a guy with a gun. That kind of makes a little bit more sense in this one because when you're driving the car and you're shooting the gun, you really can't do anything because you're only really shooting directly forward. And usually the cops are either on your left or right behind you, smashing you into a wall uh, repeatedly. Yeah, no, I think that the co-op is really an interesting idea because, uh, I mean, that does it does feel like the kind of Reservoir Dogs gang kind of feel. And, but the more I talk about it, I'm like, well, that's what Payday is, and we have Payday. Thank you, Payday. <laughs> Thank you, Payday, for... Uh, making a Existing. better version of this game. Now, does Payday have a Reservoir Dogs DLC at the moment? Because they have a million things of DLC. They have a million things. I don't. Yeah, they. And probably part would. of me wants to say yes, they do, but I don't. I honestly can't say if yes. For whatever reason, they got they got the rights to do that second Reservoir Dogs game using the title. Someone out there holds the license, so I don't know why they wouldn't sell it to. Did um, this game make money? The co-founder of the company said that this game had respectable sales, even though they couldn't confirm them. They were pretty happy with how it sold. And he, he did base that on the marketing that they were able to do by getting banned in a few countries. So I think they moved. It wasn't quite a million units. It was like 700,000 or so, he said, um, which apparently they were happy with. And the game, uh, the company went on to, it was a subsidiary of Blitz Games, but they went on to do that reboot of Dead to Rights as well. So, yeah, no, I, I guess it, it, they felt like it did pretty well. So Frank very helpfully did look up on December 14th, 2017. Overkill added a heist to Payday 2 in which the player is contracted contracted to rob a jewelry store in Los Angeles with the Cabot family. Oh, this is so, fantastic. Uh, yep, and the music featured during the day, during day two, bears some resemblance to Stuck in the Middle with You. Song so they from, could not license? Couldn't license Stuck, Stuck in the Middle in the with middle. You, but they used a family called the Cabot family and you robbed a jewelry store. So they, the Payday 2 did try and incorporate uh, Reservoir Dogs into this. Any other thoughts on Reservoir Dogs for PS2, Xbox, and PC? Again, it makes me want to watch the movie because I want to see how all these parts fit in. Even though they were terrible. Even though they're not officially licensed by Quentin Tarantino. When you're watching the movie, you can tell somebody, hey, you know what happened in between there? Well, they were in a car and a helicopter came and well, shot I saw this. Actually, it happened one of two ways. Either I Depending on how good held they a did. hostage the whole time, or I just shot every cop that I ran into. I saw this fanfic video game once where they proposed that this actually happened between these scenes. All right, well this has been <laughs> this has been Reservoir Dogs for PS2. It's a bad game and don't let it ruin Reservoir Dogs the movie for you. It's not the worst game. All What's right. the worst game? 
I think the outfit has been the best game we played. Yeah. This is second. So this, is this is high. Fast and this Furious is, was the worst. The driving in this is so much better than Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah. It's astounding. Yeah. For, for me, I gotta say somewhat uh, paradoxically, so far, this has been the best game. <laughs> and, <laughs> it's and, the best game you played with us? Okay. And also the worst. Mm, interesting. For, for me. It's yeah. deep. It's heavy. Wow. Just chew on that, folks. Stuck in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Clips in this podcast were used in compliance with the U.S. copyright fair use exemption for criticism and commentary. Garbage Game Night makes no claims to ownership over any games played and has no affiliation with any developer or publishing company. For additional references on cited articles and quotes, check our episode-related blog at garbagegamenight.com. Or if you have a comment about the game we reviewed or have a suggestion, drop us a line.